Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Not this again. I mean, it's actually morning, you know? I know, we never record on a Saturday. Guys, the chances of us missing crucial beauty news is so slim this week. Isn't that delightful? So true. We're also both drinking tea Mm. because it's 11 o'clock, so... Is it? Yeah. Wow, time flies. I know. I literally feel like I just woke up. I didn't. That was your week. Good. Yeah? Tell me all about it. It was good. I worked and then yesterday was my day off. What did I do yesterday? I went shopping with my mum. I went to Essential Ingredient, which is one of my favourite places. Where is it? In Pran Market. Or to the side of Pran Market. Yeah, cool. But it's really easy to access because although that's not super close to you, there is a car park, multi-story, that's like directly opposite. And there's, you never have to be like, oh, am I going to find a car park? It's yeah. just like... You go. You just go and you park and it's easy. I do love that. And for those who don't know, it's sort of like a mini max, like kitchen shop, but it's more almost like restaurant level. So they stock like weird gelatins and weird food colorings and like the oh. calibo chocolate buttons and then they'll have like lots of different brands of baking trays and all of these fancy like tagines and fancy knives and they've got this really good cookbook section it was actually really funny i was going through and i was like i have that i have that i have that i have that my mom was like you genuinely have every cookbook in here and i haven't ever bought a cookbook from there so they just have a very good Lisa curation in there. Uh, that was fun. I bought a tiny, tiny glass bowl for when you're mise en placing and you just need a very tiny measurement, like a pinch of salt. I'm so surprised you only bought one. Yeah. Well, now I... we can't do Lisa's cooking cookies channel because you're not going to have multiple of them. Yeah, I need to buy some more of them in bigger sizes because it just made me feel like I was actually cooking on like the Today Show. Yeah. And yeah, that was fun. That's that's all I really did yesterday. Mm. I did get Guzmani Gomez. I was looking forward to it all day. I almost got Guzmani Gomez too last night. It was one of those days. Just one of those days. <laughs> I was at Pran Market where all of this lovely food is and I'm like, no, I'm not going to buy fresh pasta. No, I'm not going to buy fancy dips. No, I'm not going to buy nice fish or meat or anything. Mm. I'm going to go home and I'm going to get Guzmani Gomez. <laughs> and when I bought the bag home, now Guzmani Gomez, very close to Alex's house, really puts her house on the map. Annoyingly far from my house, particularly when Did there was you a go crash. To it's the closest one, but it took us almost twenty-five minutes. I could have gone to Morabin in the same time. Oh. Ridiculous! There was a crash right on the exit of the East Lake. Oh, Disaster! That's awful! So bad. Anyway, the way home was speedy. Thank God the food still stayed hot. <laughs> and when I opened up my mini burrito, I just had this real craving for ground beef. I often get that when I'm low in iron. I crown. I, I crown. <laughs> I crown. I'm crowning. I crave like a ground. Beef, like bolognese or, you know, mints vibes. And I bit into the taco or the burrito and it was like a braised, slow-cooked beef. Mm. Like a a pulled pork, but like a pulled beef. And it was just so meaty and like weirdly gamey and I just... Adrian's convinced mm. you didn't get beef. I did. I totally get... Well, it tasted like lamb to me. It was just like so animal tasting I eat meat, but sometimes when you're not expecting the version that you get, it just, I couldn't do it. And I literally had a tear in my eye because I was so sad because I'd been looking forward to it since like the night before. Like I was so excited. Brenton came home from work that day and he was like, I can't be bothered driving. Can we just order takeaway? And I held up my phone and the last message I had sent is, I just want to sit on the couch and eat a burrito. And he was like, okay, well, we have to go. (laughs) 
And um, I hated every mouthful of it. Oh, I'm so <laughs> sad for you. Adrian was truly shocked. He was like, "There's, I get beef every time. There's no such thing as a not ground well, they beef. Just did, and all, if I said beef and there's two options, wouldn't they ask? I know, but there are two chicken options as well and they don't ask. They're just... Oh. There's a smoked chicken and another chicken. But the, the thing is, the menu at the drive-thru is far less than the menu online. Yes. yeah. So I, I find it very difficult. It Before is. I had looked up the menu online and sort of like nailed my order, I would always panic in the queue because if there's not a line, you're really like you're blindsided. Mm-hmm. You don't know what to do. I know. I agree. It's, yeah. And the menu is difficult to navigate its whole situation. <sighs> Anyway, um, so yeah, a taco literally ruined my week, I would say, but other than that, it was fine. How That's was your good. week? I feel like I had a great week this week. Oh, we did our live. We did too. our live. Yeah. We hung out. We had breakfast. <gasps> oh my God, of course. I didn't even think of that as being the same week. Well, I you know. can share it. Same, same yeah. uh, experience. So all of us girlfriends who used to work at Mecca together back in the day, the OG crew, mm-hmm. we still catch up for cheese night and we couldn't do a cheese night uh, so instead we did at breakfast and it was to celebrate Liv's engagement, Armadale Liv, mm-hmm. who got engaged a very long time ago now, but it's very hard to coordinate six people to catch up at once. It's We're literally that meme that's like, when are you free? And it's like Friday, 22nd of December, 2024. Yes, because we all work in different kinds of careers, working different mm. hours, and it's just makes it so impossible to find a day that works. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately we had one fallen soldier who couldn't make it. Mm. R.I.P. We'll never see her again <laughs> until Lisa's wedding, probably. But it was um, it was a very successful brunch. We had you saw it on Instagram. Yeah, we won't have to go into it. I also stayed in Mornington all week. Oh yeah, that's nice. That's good for the soul. Really good for the soul. Adrian and I went for multiple morning walks at six thirty in the morning at two degrees Aww. on the beach. It was lovely. And then we went to Rare Hair for dinner last oh, night. Oh yeah, how was that? Phenomenal. Where is it? In Red Hill. Yes, it's at Jackalope. So it's not Doot Doot Doot, which is their expensive restaurant, and it's not Flagadoot, which is their cocktail bar. It's Rare Hit, which is when you drive up the driveway on the right-hand side near the cellar door. But the food menu is really good. It's uh, Everything on the menu is sharing, so you don't mm-hmm. order a main to yourself, an entree to yourself. Everything comes out like as it's ready, and you do picks and pox. <laughs> Picks and pecks. Yeah, fun. <laughs> of different things. Best pork ribs I've ever had in my life. Szechuan Whoa. pork ribs. Yum! Uh, they had like a chili sticky glaze Yum. on them and then there was a Szechuan pepper hoi- uh, mayo like, <gasps> on the side Yum. and pickles. Did you get mouth tingles? Mm. Yes. Yum. It was so good. I would say best meal I've ever had of pork ribs and how often are you ordering pork ribs? Never. Yeah I think I've I never know. ordered it so it would automatically hit that spot but that's fine. <laughs> And the person who was waiting us, she was lovely. She was really young. She would have been like 23 or something. She recommended that we visit a place called Oh My, which is in, sorry, this is niche Melbourne content for all of our interstate listeners. Yeah, but people might come for a holiday because we're the only, you know, COVID safe place around right now. Yes. Not that you could probably get in. In Beaconsfield, which is near. Random. Emerald. Like Dandenong Way. Like Yeah, Beaconsfield is weirdly not that far from here. Yes. Two Hat Restaurant owned by Ned's Lounge, and all of their food is sustainably made. They grow their own food. They use like every part of the ingredient. Farm to table. Yeah, farm to plate, whatever it That's is. That's it, yeah. Yeah, and they use every part of the ingredient. So she was saying that for the pumpkin, they grind up the inner flesh of the pumpkin and the seeds, and they turned it into a pasta. How interesting. Whoa. Yeah. 
cool. I was actually looking at houses in on realestate.com in like Beaconsfield, Narry Warren, whatever last night, being like, wow, I could live on multiple hectares if I just copped being further away from a Guzmani Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a no. <sighs> Not it's, for now. It's a maybe later. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a no for now, but maybe yeah. for later. Yeah. I also, in very exciting very not anti-vax news oh yeah finally booked my covid vaccination okay maybe are we gonna get censored my spicy flu vax i finally booked my spicy flu vax i've been calling the hotline i shit you not for a month Mm. at least three times a week sometimes more in the mornings in the evenings in the afternoons every time i speak to someone they give me the whole spiel (laughs) it goes for like five minutes of like and i'm i have to tell you that if you you have to follow the government guidelines and if you've been in contact with anyone yeah. or if you've been told that you need to isolate and if you have any symptoms and they go on and on and on and then you're like, yes. And then they're like, do you plan to have any vaccine? Anyway, the whole thing. I'm like, I know it. Mm-hmm. I know it off by heart. I'm fine. Anyway, booked it next week. Where, my first where do you get them? That's what I don't really understand. So the Pfizer only has, I think there's five or six vac- vaccination clinics in Melbourne. So there's like Springvale Exhibition Building, Box Hill Hospital, Frankston, Showgrounds mm-hmm. and Sunshine. Mm. I think that's it. Oh, it's a bit dry on the northwest, isn't it? Oh, it's awful. They had Alfred for a while, but they're not taking anyone at the moment. Mm-hmm. And Box Hill weren't taking anyone for ages. It's been an absolute schmozzle. Mm. Every time I call up, I'm like, is today the day I'm going to win the lottery? Mm-hmm. And today... Well, I think I'll try later. Are they open on a Saturday? Yeah, they're open all the time. Okay. Oh, actually, not all the time. I think it's 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Okay. You should call, though, because they're probably already gone. Damn it! Okay. Yeah, you have to call, like... Because okay. they say every time it's luck of the draw because someone will cancel if they have to cancel and then an appointment will become available. Yeah, yeah. There's always people on the phone, so they're always going to get it's taken It's like mecha away. bookings for a, for a Saturday. Literally. Anyway, that's been my week. What a great uh, week. Let's see. It'll be interesting to see how your immune response is and whether you're actually kind of fine. Although everyone I've heard, I think, from Pfizer gets sicker than from AstraZeneca. First one you're fine. Second one is bad for Pfizer. Yeah. Or is it the other way around? No, I think that's right. Yeah. And then Astra's the first one sucks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. Should we move into beauty news? Let's. Uh, that's the tea on that. Would you like to kick us off with some anger? Yeah. This week, the Olympics banned swimming caps designed for natural hair textures. W-T-F. Can you explain to me what that means? So it's a swimming cap that is designed to not only fit hair that can fit, you know, into a one millimeter circumference over the top of your head. Mm. So I can't remember the brand of it. And I think there's actually multiple brands that are probably doing it, but it's almost like swimming cap meets like a silk bonnet kind of vibe. So it's slick around the front. So it stays on, but it's got like more puffy airspace so that you can fit curls, yes. dreads, whatever kind of braids. And they've banned them. Yeah. Well, they were not approved as like an Olympic, uh, but why? I don't understand. Because all it's going to do is potentially, quote unquote, impede the performance of the person. It's not performance enhancing, that's mm. for sure. It's just because it's not what is known. It's not what they it, want it to look like. I guess. But like... That's awful. So what, everyone who has a curly hair texture needs to shave their head so that it fits under... Or like have very short hair so it fits under a swimming cap? Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I'm thinking, even if you had straight-ish hair texture but a shit ton of hair you still Armadale struggle to get vibes. yes if you've got as much hair as armadale hair live you would struggle to get a standard swimming cap on she would need that shit and like i'm thinking 
I'd love to see her in a swimming cap. I don't even reckon Brenton's hair would fit under a standard swimming cap without some serious, like... Gel. <laughs> yeah, or, like, really stretching it over. So, yeah, okay. Very, very interesting. And just a bit fucked. Mm. I do, yeah, I don't see how it would improve their performance in any way if anything is going to slow you down because you got this big Less old hair dragging you through. Yeah. yeah. Like, I imagine... Like the top of a jellyfish, like pulling through yes. the water. Yes, like, yeah, you know? way more drag. But yeah, yeah that's fucked. Uh, lots of weird Olympic, like, racist and sexist and just old school news this week. Which that's is awful. so sad. Classic Olympics. Why is it even still going ahead? Who knows? Well. Sports lovers, that's why. Exactly. And economy. Yeah. 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 Uh, next up in beauty news, we kind of touched on in the live, but not really. Yeah. It's the imminent rebrand of and shutdown of <gasps> KKW and Kylie Beauty. Mm-hmm. Is that what Kylie Beauty is called? Kylie Beauty? I think so. Yeah, cool. So, long story short, conveniently, both of these brands have said that they're going to be stopping production so that they can go through rebrands. And this is to make the products more, I think, cruelty-free and vegan is the claim that they're making. And KKW Beauty is going under a rebrand to basically restructure the company so that it can sit on the same website as Skims. Mm-hmm. But, and apparently she's got a new name for it. She's saying she's not dropping the W and that Kanye actually helped her create the name for the new cosmetics line. Mm-hmm. And what is rumbling under the surface is the fact that at present they have been served an injunction from the courts both of these brands that they need to stop trading because they were both owned before they were bought out by Cody last year mm-hmm. they were both owned by um Seed Beauty and Seed Beauty owns ColourPop Tidy Beauty or like they they manufacture mm-hmm. for ColourPop Tidy mm-hmm. Beauty and like a few other like upcoming Brands, yeah, collective. Remember lots of the like drama about the Kylie lip kits and ColourPop liquid lipsticks being the exact same formula and you know a third of the price. Exactly. So they call themselves a leading brand incubator, developer, manufacturer, distributor, and seller of beauty and cosmetic products. And they have served the injunction on the basis that they have a unique business model that has quote unquote skyrocketed young startup brands, and that. Whilst Seed Beauty was the sole developer and manufacturer of Kylie Cosmetics, that's they think that well, they're claiming that they're the reason that she rose to fame. Which like, mm. it's mm, kind she's of like Kylie Jenner. She's also kind of Kylie yeah. Jenner. So probably did a little bit of that on her own. But that they have like a, a secret formula, so to mm. speak, of a way that they go about bringing brands to market to make them as popular and sell as well as they do. Mm-hmm. So Kylie and Kim have both. They put a call out to Cody somehow in legal terms and said, have they disclosed these trade secrets to you? Yeah. And Kylie and Kim have neither confirmed nor denied that they've they've spilled the tea mm-hmm. on what Seed Beauty is doing and how they're manufacturing and operating. So they've filed an injunction under trade secrets and said that they can't continue to trade whilst it's uncertain whether or not they Cody could be benefiting off the trade secrets of the development of those products and the brand. God. Okay. So that is why legally they have actually stopped trading and now they're saying like for the PR front yeah. of it that they're mm-hmm. rebranding. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Wow, so many layers to that. So many layers to that. Cody's also currently still dealing with the lawsuit from its shareholders that they overpaid for Kylie Beauty. So mm-hmm. all in all, 
God, is, Kylie was being it worth it? It doesn't seem like it was worth it for Cody to buy Kylie. No. Like, that she's just more trouble than she's worth. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the full tea on that beauty news. Very interesting, actually. I'll put an article in the uh, show notes, the one that I've been reading this from. It's from mm-hmm. trade, tradesecretslaw.com. <laughs> wow, how dry. Yes. Uh, also in beauty news this week... Hermes makeup launch? Yeah. Did you see what I tagged you in it? Did you? The highlighter from Hermes. Mm. It looks stunning. It's like a pressed powder highlighter. But it also simultaneously looks like a tacky two-faced highlighter. Let Hmm. me show you. So it's got this like beautiful kind of luxury embossing Hermes vibes. But it also really looks like the old school two-faced highlighters. Candlelight glow. Yes. It does. With the weird... I don't know what the style is. Yes, but it's very sort of gross. I mean, it's the classic Hermes, like, horse and chariot Mm. vibes, but then there's some angel wings and, like, a debossed H, and they're trying to make it look luxury, I think. Yes, and it sort of does, but then it sort of has a resemblance to other tacky imitations. The component itself is quite nice. I like the gold back on it and like the little button on the front and everything. But yeah, it's not. Yeah. But the back of that component is what the back of the Too Faced Candlelight highlighters looked like. They were that weird sort of matte gold packaging with the texture in them. That is true, actually. Yeah. Maybe. And like the black rim around it, like that's a Too Faced component. 100%. 100%. I reckon it's got a rounder edge than the Too Faced component had, but you, you might not be wrong. They may have made some small tweaks to make it the Hermes brand. Yeah. I mean, I smashed that many of those highlighters trying to put them in the gondola. I feel like I'd be familiar. <laughs> anyway, that's that's news. But the actual shade of it looks really beautiful. It's like that weird, like, gold champagne I reckon it would like be... the AVH. Yes. What was that? The Huda one. I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, it has, or even a Becca vibe. It's got that really, really fine, really like frosty vibes, Mm. but in a kind of nice way. Oh, the biggest news of literally the century. Mm. Charlotte Tilbury is launching at Mecca in September. Joe Horgan is quoted to say that it will be Mecca's biggest launch ever. And I don't know, Joe, what that means, but you're teasing me. Oh my God. (laughs) And I want to know, I like an activation pending COVID? Like, what could they possibly do to make this the biggest launch ever? I'm not sure. Is it just because it's got the biggest hype? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, remember when we launched Urban Decay and we played exclusively Gwen Stefani for, like, two weeks and there was boys that handed out lollipops? There was attractive male models who handed out lollipops and we wore backstage passes yeah <laughs> around our necks and we were forced to wear color in our eyes and there was a queue like there was for boxing day for urban decay launching at mecca that was probably wow. the last big launch that i can remember that was like really long awaited i hope they won't do it i hope though that they do the level three early access see i'm just i really... don't spend a million dollars a year to not yeah. get early access to charlotte Tilbury. but ordering it online which will be early access, is you could do that already. I feel like that's boring. I'm just more excited about the in-store thing. Like, I'm imagining these big red lips, like people yeah. on stilts with big red lips walking around could the store covered in glitter. Comes? Imagine. Well, she can't. Imagine if she came. I saw Charlotte launch Charlotte Tilbury in Harrods and she walked through with, like, Queen's Guards. Mm. 
be in like a Harrods uniform and she walked past me and I was like squealing. They could like deck the stores in like that red velvet, like mm-hmm. or like burgundy velvet that mm-hmm. her whole brand is. Oh. It could just be so fun and like tacky but fun. Yeah, yeah. Always, always tacky but fun. Yeah. That's very exciting. Uh, also in exciting Mecca beauty news, which isn't really Mecca related, but Hourglass's eyeshadow <gasps> palettes yeah. and single eyeshadows. The curator palette and refills have been announced this week. Love this idea. We've been talking about this every time we talk about a hypothetical palette that we would launch a range of singles and we would have a couple of components that you could have it in like a single, a duo, a quad, and then like a big palette or something. And you would just put in each of the individual eyeshadows and it would be awesome. And Hourglass has literally stolen our idea, (laughs) but they've brought it to life. Yes. I have one massive qualm. Oh, okay. It really upsets me that they have the bottom right corner chunked out. Chunked out. Yeah. I don't like the look of it. And it's also such a waste of the whole palette. It's literally, you're missing almost a quarter of your eyeshadow space. It's really not that much. It's probably like a fifth. But I think they've done it. I could be very wrong. But I feel like they've done it for makeup noobs to make it easier to remove it and put it into the palette without sticking your finger, finger in now. Your yes. I I think that's the reason and I'll accept, it. I'll accept yeah. it. So the shadow palettes are there are four three palettes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. three custom palettes that you can build. So you buy the tin which is recyclable mm-hmm. for the palette individually. So there's a one, a three and a five pan palette. Mm. Which is interesting because I swear I saw a six on the first day of the launch, but it might have been the three and I assumed it was six and maybe it was just like half closed on the lid. How do we feel about one, three and five? I'm very happy with three. One feels like a waste of my time and five, I would prefer to be six. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. I or almost fall. Yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about, cause when I was doing like, what would I put in my three? Cause three feels good. I almost just wanted to add one more. Mm. Cause like, I think like liner, light crease shade a darker crease shade and a shimmer like would work well but i think three is fine for the modern day person and of course they need one because they're going to be refills that need to slot into something so that makes sense i'm okay with that that's fine i like a single eyeshadow you can't stop that i'm happy with three because i feel like three is a good chuck it in your makeup bag yeah yeah yeah. like i've got my light medium and dark boring brown shades. Yeah, literally. And I think a lot of people just know light, medium, dark. That's how they've been taught. They'll have one shimmer for the inner corner or something, something for the lid, and then something that they use either for their crease or a liner. Yeah. And I think that's very, uh, yeah, like user-friendly for sure. Five is a good level up from three. I guess you get one extra shimmer alternative on your lid maybe, and then a black or a dark brown or something as a liner, which yeah. makes sense. I actually think five is good. And then you don't need any more than that. So there's four finishes in the shadow as well. Mm, tell me about them. It doesn't actually describe the four finishes, which is annoying. You can definitely see that there's a matte. I assume that there's probably then a satin, which is just like got shimmer through it, but it actually looks like a matte. There's some sort of chunky vibe. I look like there was like a greeny, bluey, chunky vibe that looked like it was from a Too Faced cardboard holiday packaging. There was a lot of fallout on the video with the model who had the chunky blue mm. that they were applying. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't be a throwback to like the original eyeshadow palettes that Hourglass did that had a lot of fallout. Yeah. As well. They've redone their eyeshadow palettes. This is the third time. Oh, wow. Wow. Because they had the wavy ones with no divide in between the colors that used to sort of visually upset people. And then they bought them out in a component with separate pans. Mm. And this is the third time. Finally getting it right, hopefully. Hopefully. I quite like that the 
shadows all have three letter names. I think oh. that's cute. So like Ace is the black, Koi is a brown, Doe, Fix, Pro, Pin, Fig, Fog, Lux, you know, <laughs> Wes. I like that too, but I feel like a middle-aged woman is going to come in and she's like, oh. I need to rebuy the palette, the shade that I wear. It's three letters and it starts with F and it ends in G. Like, is it fig, fog or fog? Like, it's just going to be a freaking nightmare or a fogging nightmare. Like, it's just, I don't know if it's very useful for a linguistic memory of the shade name. Well, you should consult for your speech pathology to Hourglass then and (laughs) let them know that this is Paul. Anyway, very exciting news there. Also, this week, the Dr. Jart has launched a ceramid and eye cream. Mm. Yeah. Excited. I thought it was going to be a body cream, but I think they already do one, don't they? I'm not sure. But yeah, eye creams, I mean, I probably won't buy it, but it, I just like the range and I'm happy yeah. to see it same. expanding. It means it's doing well. Same, same, same. And the final piece of beauty news this week is that GHD have launched a cordless hairstyler. Cough, Dyson, Corral, cough. Yes. But I think it looks better than the Dyson Yes, yeah, so Corral. do I. Smaller, like more compact. It looks more like a traditional uh, curler. Mm. <laughs> like it literally looks like a tiny GHD that doesn't have a cord attached to it. Mm-hmm. And I saw Shan Exo's video of her like curling her hair oh, in I her haven't car seen it. after okay. the gym. <gasps> it was like just a reel on yeah. Instagram or oh, something. Looks great. Really good. It's already launched. It launched on the 2nd, I think, of July. Yeah. Would you want to guess the price? Oh, I can guess, but I think I've looked it up. So I think I'll be ballpark four fifty. Yeah, four seventy five. Yeah, that's huge. It's very expensive, especially considering it only has twenty minutes of continual styling, which isn't short if you only are doing touch ups. But if you've got full head of curly hair and you're planning to take this away on a weekend away with you, and then you're probably going to need to touch up the next morning after you've slept or showered and your hair's gone a bit curly or frizzy again. Mm-hmm. It's not really practical for that. Also, has anyone ever felt so hindered by a cord before? Like, I'm a bit confused about when you really need to use a straightener on the go. I can only imagine also coming from the girl with the most limp dick hair in the world. But I can imagine it would be really great for people that, like, have to walk in humidity or rain and on the way to work and they've done their hair but they get to work and it's like shit or whatever but oh. even then you could just wrap your straightener in there and t- oh, i don't know i don't know i do feel the pain even going on a 6 a.m walk with straight hair i come back with my hair curly in the morning because there's just too much moisture in the air yeah then so. you go and do your hair like normal i know I just, but if you're not when's the need i don't know i'm i'm happy for convenience but yeah. Yeah, I just don't know if it's long enough time to justify that price at this point in the evolution of technology. I agree. I feel like, yeah, great. It's new technology, which is amazing, but almost don't launch it till you can give us 40 minutes. Yeah, 40 minutes would be game changing. That would be really good. Yeah. It also uh, charges using a USB-C, so that's quite convenient. Mm. Not... I don't want to say that the other one used batteries, but a lot of people complained that the Dyson Corral was quite heavy to use. And because it was so large, it was difficult to maneuver. Mm-hmm. This one looks a lot more smaller, like a lot smaller, a lot more compact. And it also comes with a carry case that's completely heat resistant. So you could theoretically do your hair in the car, put it back in the case and pop it in your handbag without freaking melting a hole through the bottom of your handbag, which I like. I assume you can also theoretically then use it plugged in, correct? Or does it only use... 
I don't know the answer to that because question. Because could you then do your hair in the car using the USB-C into your USB connection into your car and you could be connected? Yeah, or you could just charge it in your car and then unplug it and start yeah. cord-free if you can't do both. I don't know. Don't know that much. I think the USB thing has made me like it more. Yeah, same. Yeah. Mm. Except no one, if they're actually using it in their bathroom, is going to necessarily have a USB plug. But in everyone's their got an Apple cord these days, and you can just plug the USB into, into the that. Apple yeah. plug. Yes, yes. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for beauty news. Let's move on to our beauty. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Dang. These products are so good. What's the deal? What's your beauty fave? This week, my beauty fave is the Glossier Body Oil mm. Shower Oil. Mm-hmm. It's a wash. I yep. don't know what it's actually called. Body Hero Oil, I think, yeah. is what it's called. It is... I'm so sorry for everyone who doesn't want to pay for shipping to Australia for Glossier. It smells divine. Mm. It lathers, even though it's a body oil. I checked the ingredients like a hundred times, and it's really just oils. And I'm very confused about how that lather happens. It lathers in such a rich way as well. Mm, like it's a creamy lather. It's a creamy, like, sl- like there's not a lot of lift to the mm, foam. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like a whipped. Like a whipped lather. Mm. It's so good and it smells absolutely divine. And I'm devastated that I only have one because I'm using like five pumps at a time because I want it all over my body. It does spread quite far. I have thoughts about it. Oh. I really like it too. I love the smell. When I used it in the shower, there was this one note that I didn't like. It was like, there's the note that smells a bit like Glossier perfume and the body lotion. And then there's this real Manoi, frangipani, tropical note. And then there's this other note that I reckon you smell on the hand cream of like slight plastic Barbie box smell. Mm. Like when you open a Bratz doll. Yeah, and I right. felt like a bit like, Neh. Also, I was shocked by how much it lathered. And it doesn't actually, while it's not drying, it doesn't leave any oily residue at all, which is probably for most a good thing, but I didn't feel necessarily hydrated after I used it. I wanted it to replace a body oil after I got out of the shower, and it doesn't, and that's what people complain about the L'Occitane oil as well. They say that it it lathers more than they thought, and it actually doesn't leave them hydrated, but it's still a great shower experience because it's delightful. It doesn't dehydrate you, you're right, but it doesn't... It's not like using the Ceramidin body wash... No, what is it? Uh, QV with ceramides. Ceramide body wash. Thank yes. you. Which like actually leaves you with a film. Have you ever tried shaving your legs when you put that on your leg? You probably don't because you don't shave your legs. I was about to say, you saw my leg hair the other day. You know for a fact that it's been a long time. Guys, I shoot you not, Lisa. I had one single leg hair that I think was three centimeters yeah, long. Yeah, easy. Yeah. One though. <laughs> Only one. Anyway, it was wild. The thing with the 
ceramide and no ceramide body wash mm. is that when you put it on your legs to like give you a little leg hydration and then you're like mm. oh got a little bit of leg hair better shave that it clogs your yeah, razor yeah. it leaves so much residue on the skin that like yeah. your razor is dead after yes. one use yes one swipe of the leg yeah throw it in the bin mm-hmm. anyway What's Could your- you shave your legs with the Glossier? I haven't tried it, but I'll let you know on Wednesday because it's my dedicated shaving and uh, lasering night. Yeah, it must be nice. Yeah, well, it's actually quite a pain in the ass. Yeah. But I have three weeks down and only nine weeks to go. Good job. Oh, my God, you'll be finished your laser treatment before I get married. Thank goodness. I'll be so hairless on your wedding day. I'll, I'll make sure I my bikini take line. <laughs> I will walk down the aisle staring at your crutch. Uh, my beauty fave is the Dr. Dennis Gross sulfur mask. Ah, it's been a while. I will tell Made you why. Appearance. So in our live last week, you'll have seen that I was like, uh, my periodermatitis is significantly better, but now that I've put makeup on, I can still see a couple of bumps. And I'm like, do I do one more week of the doxycycline and just let it wipe out any good bacteria that I have left inside my body? You know, give me thrush give me the runs, just let it do that? Mm. Or do I wait a little bit? And I'm like, I ain't going to chemist warehouse unless I need to. I will wait till all my other drugs finish and then I will go and do a big yep. haul. Okay. In that time, last night, I thought, mm, I'm going to do a little bit of the sulfur mask and I was going to sleep with it on and then I was like, no, I'm going to take it off before it dries too much. It felt like it was a bit dry. Mm. This morning, look at the texture. Yeah. You look great. It's gone. It just killed those two little bumps that I had left. Yeah. There's no redness. There's no texture. No. Yeah. I had just remaining sort of just like a pink little blotch where it was like the bumps and everything had gone, but the inflammation was still there. And I had two little bumps that when I put foundation on, you could kind of see. Yeah. It's gone. Wow. It's gone. And I do know that sulfur works for perioral dermatitis, but when you have been battling it for, I have hit my fifth month. Oh. It's kind of shocking that things work. And obviously I tried this multiple times when I had not, been using medication to treat it and yeah. it was like helping but not fixing but now that i've kicked the bulk of it yeah i can see it working that's great maybe also because your bacterial balance is like shifted a little bit on your skin it's like it's got a chance to recover using mm-hmm. something like yes sulfur. like it's not just going to go straight back into like yes trying to rebalance the dysbiosis of your skin yeah anyway wow that's good to know mm-hmm. fun fact if anyone's got uh like a mild yeah emerging emerging mm. absolutely great What's your non-beauty fave this week? Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hairnet. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. Very in line with last week's, which was too hot to handle, which I officially finished last night. Love Island UK. Where are my peeps at? (laughs) Love Island UK is the best TV show in the world. It was either Shameless or Michelle Andrews posted a meme last week that was like, your soulmate is the person that understands... Your trash TV. How good Love Island UK is specifically. And I just had this moment of appreciation being like, my soulmate does love love island uk oh guys i have found the guy that does both that's amazing and we watch it together and we love it and we're like we're so mean i'm like i want her hair and her body and oh no she's too fake she's hot fake though it's just like (laughs) so judgy the whole time yeah i love it the guys come in no too femme no 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 it's great it is the best. I don't... I love trash TV, but I do appreciate the time and the space that it takes up in, like, like the lower part of the brain that doesn't require yeah. thought and activity. Yeah, like, yeah. I like that. It's like switching off without switching off. It's, it's like meditating. It's like meditating without meditating. Yeah, yeah it's really that. good. And 
It's way better than Love Island Australia, which I still try to watch, but we never make it through to the end. Yeah. But Love Island UK is... It's a multi-season thing, isn't it? Because I've seen you watch it before. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think also Love Island... The challenges were better or something in the UK one you were telling me last time. Potentially. Probably. (laughs) Just better. Also, they have a bit more diversity in the casting. Mm -hmm. Are we surprised? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But naturally, given I have no type... I would like the rainbow of the globe in yes. front of me, which I get a little bit more on Love Island UK. And I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Too white, get him off. But um, yeah, it's, it's great. Great. My non-beauty fave this week. When will I ever stop rehashing your beauty faves? I don't know. It's not this week because my beauty fave this week, my non-beauty fave this week and my beauty fave maybe is Dave. Oh, yes. At least you listened to me. I feel vadilated. <laughs> I love Dave. And you know who else loves Dave? Adrian. Adrian loves Dave. A couple show is a good show. It's so good. I don't think I've ever seen, in a very long time anyway, Adrian watch a show that makes him, like, grin. Yeah. And Dave is so funny and so painfully awkward at times. And I like this insight into a part of the world, the American rap scene, that I've never experienced before. And yeah. I feel a little bit straight, a little bit cool. <laughs> Spoiler, you shouldn't. You aren't. <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, you have to watch Dave. I find myself saying, like, hi, I'm Dave. I'm a little dicky. Hi, I'm, I'm Dave. Dave. My dick sucks. <laughs> like, all day. I love it. It's really clever humour. It's the kind of humour that... So clever. It's like the office, kind of. It's that uncomfortable vibes along with quite witty along with quite like weird and self-deprecating humor Mm. it aligns well with like aussie british humor as well as being quite american at the same time it does and all of the characters in it play very unique roles so like everyone is a little bit quirky in their own way but they come together and make a nice little family of cast as well yeah and a show with great diversity which is lovely as well and the storyline is good it's so I really like it. Also, 30-minute episodes. I think mm. you said this as well, but 30-minute episodes are the MVP of life. They, they are, are. The goat. Oh, guys. The sex scenes in the first season made my vagina Closer. so itself shut. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just like... <gasps> like, I think I held my breath for, like, yes. five minutes. The good thing about Dave, and you... He's the actor and the musician. Yes, for those who don't understand, it's about a real rapper, Dave, Lil Lil Dicky. And it's sort of like about his real life, but made for for TV. So he is an actual rapper, but then he's the actor in this. And it's just, it's very funny. And the cast, Justin Bieber's in it. Mm. Benny Blanco's in it. Kendall Jenner. Kendall Jenner's in it. uh, Chloe Kardashian's in it. Like, there's a really surprisingly good cast of people yeah. who come on and also play themselves. They're not pretending to be other people. Yes, so they're being because he's famous, so they can be their themselves. celebrities in real life. It's which so good. Also makes me think, similar to kind of when Lena Dunham used to sort of be, be a person, be yeah. a thing, that they must have a really good crew of friends because like they're all like, yeah, I'll come on your show and like play me. Yeah. I'm sure they're not getting paid a whole heap. No, they mustn't be getting paid much at all. You're right, it must be like friendship yeah, he must just be really well connected and everyone must like him. Anyway, 
That's I've, a lot about He Dave. feels like the underdog of the rap world, and I love him for that. It's You're right. It really plays into my Australian, like, you root for the underdog yes. vibe. If you haven't watched Dave, strongly recommend. I think it's on Binge. It is on Binge. Or Foxtel Go, or yeah. whatever that is. So when you have finished your Mayor of Easttown viewing, you can then watch Dave. Just took it to my veins! Uh, your snack this week. What is it? It's kind of the gluten-free choc chip waffles that we made. Oh. For, for breakfast. Okay, that's good. I just wanted to shout out that if you have room for an exceptionally large, large single-use appliance... Double the size of a toasty maker. Yeah. Easily. It's the size of a George Foreman grill. It's bigger than the a The deluxe George ones. Yeah. And it only serves one purpose, which is to make waffles. And it's not even like a toasted sandwich maker only makes toasted sandwiches, but you make, you know, you eat them at multiple times of the day. Waffles are a very specific breakfast food that you, could be replaced by a pancake. You cannot make anything else in it. No. Anything else. Nothing else. you want it to be waffle shaped. I don't know what else it could be. A quiche? <laughs> a toasted sandwich maker, a toasted sandwich in the shape of, of a waffle. waffle. Perfection. Like a potato rosti, shade intended on those dirty potato forms, in a waffle shape. It cooks it really well and very quickly. Yeah. I, I very much enjoyed your waffles, so yeah, I everyone just... come around to Lisa's, we'll all eat waffles together, because no one else is going to buy the machine. The benefit of having a waffle machine over just using a pan for pancakes say is that very hands-off you can be sitting down at the breakfast table while it cooks it and then it tells you when they're done and you open it up and you just put it down Mm. so it's not like when you're making pancakes for breakfast and there's always someone up that's cooking passing it out to the rest of them and then they just eat the ones that flip shit you know while they're up there yeah very hands-off you can do bulk it's great and four at a time yeah it's great mine's four at a time i probably recommend you buy a two at a time unless (laughs) you literally want to rebuild your butler's pantry like i did to fit this appliance (laughs) in but yeah, it's great. Also, shout out to Alex's gluten-free Snickers slice. That which was, was my snack this week. You okay. can't take it. Okay, well, <laughs> don't make it for me then and let me binge eat it in a time of need. <laughs> this week I made a Mars bar slice, but instead of making it with Mars bars, I made it gluten-free. Mm. So I used quinoa puffs. I'm sure you could use rice puffs if you can find a gluten-free version. Yeah. I just couldn't find them. I think there's like the the Messy Monkeys brand do them. Yeah. Yeah. And I use Snickers bars instead of Mars bars. It's the easiest slice you'll ever make in your life. You basically put it all in the microwave, melt the Snickers, melt some butter, melt some golden syrup, stir in the rice bubbles or equivalent, press it into a pan, Mm -hmm. and then pour dark chocolate over the top. Mm -hmm. What dark chocolate did you use? Old gold. Yeah. Obviously. Old gold is... You don't make anything with dark chocolate that isn't old gold. I agree. And I like regular old gold and I like 70% old gold. Both are delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was great. Strong recommend. If Lisa lets me share the recipe, I'll share it on our stories. Go for it. Or you can really just Google any Mars bar slice recipe. My only recommendation would be increase the amount of golden syrup slightly Mm. because, or decrease the amount of rice bubbles slightly because it's a drier candy, a drier chocolate bar. Yes, than a Mars bar. It hasn't got the nougat, I think, to help moisten. Well, it has a bit of nougat because I found it it? more difficult to melt than the Mars bar nougat. But I would have thought that no nougat is gluten-free, but this is one in Snickers is. Yes. But the one in Mars Bar is not because that's malty. Yes. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I've never thought about Snickers being a gluten-free Nor had chocolate. I until I had a craving for Mars Bar Slice and I work with a celiac and she said, why don't you try it with Snickers? And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. You're a genius. Also, I would have thought that being made 
by Cadbury or something, they automatically then wouldn't be. No, that's not true because like the it's got the dairy milk blocks m- may are... contain. Yes, oh, but that's confirm, fine. Yes, nor deny that there may be gluten in this. Yeah, but, but celiacs not. will generally still eat that. Yeah, yeah, and they do. Well, on that note, let's finish up the podcast. You won't be hearing from us on Wednesday this week, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put it out to the universe that COVID pending, we might have Liz on as your mini episode. <gasps> in the next week so yeah two weeks time you'll hear from elizabeth makeup artist that's fun i can't wait it's only been rescheduled 845 times okay <laughs> great week everyone we will see you next monday bye bye when it comes to your finances you think you've done it all you've saved you've researched and you've invested all that you can now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor yahoo finance As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.